The following podcast contains strong language and adult themes and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. This is Brandon Best telling you to rest easy, my fellow citizens of the Victorlands, and take a deep breath because the worst is over. We have faced an unprecedented few days of unrest, vandalism, arson, and looting here in Doomwood. No thanks to an outside agitator. Someone who knows nothing about how hard we've worked to survive and thrive in a world that can be challenging, to say the least. A washed-up old terrorist, Peter Quill. But law and order has been restored. Peter Quill has been Captured. That's right. As a reward, loyal citizens of the Victor Lands, for the remainder of this month, there will be no taxation. You heard that right. No taxation. Why? Doom provides. Doom provides in times of prosperity and of crisis. And now, Doom will provide entertainment like no other. The ultimate showdown, a very special edition of Deer on a Spear, will pit Craven the Hunter against washed-up Peter Quill and his flea-infested Pet Raccoon. Now, a major battle requires a major stage, so at Craven's insistence, today's hunt will take place in Radiation Woods. The dangers are legion, and our drones will be there for every second of blood and mayhem. Everyone in the Victorlands will be tuning in later this afternoon, folks. You don't want to miss this one. Justice is coming. Marvel Entertainment and Sirius XM present Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord. Chapter 9, Craven's Hunt. Entry C1451Z2M. Location, Doomwood, the Heaven and Hellfire Club, the office of Emma Frost. Context, after getting ambushed at Mount Moriah Cemetery... Quill and Rocket were now in Craven's custody. The hunt was imminent. In these final hours, Emma Frost must make a stand and rally the Second Dawn. I installed that bug inside of you for a reason, darling. So that I wouldn't have to waste my time asking questions. One of the first things Craven did after capturing me was to carve the surveillance tracker out of my body. There wasn't anything I could- Bullshit. How much does he know? At this point, there is little Craven does not know. Then why am I still here? You are still here for the same reason I am still here. Because we are irrelevant to him. Irrelevant? I'm irrelevant to no one. There should be a storm of doombots closing in on me. The heaven and hellfire should be burned to the ground. You sound almost disappointed. Do you realize how long I've been waiting for this moment? And then that imbecile has to go and get himself caught. We finally had the momentum we needed. We were on our way, from resistance to revolution. As soon as Quill ends up butchered in the woods, it's over. He was our hope. Stupid, stupid hope. Unless Star-Lord wins. (laughs) Please. I still don't understand why am I not staked up on Totem Hill? Or hanging upside down from a tree with my guts in a pile. 
You are equating what Craven wants to what Doom wants. They are not the same. Craven has his own agenda. Which is? You are the one who has traveled his mind. You are the one who told me about the boy, Sergei, lost in the snow with an ice bear tracking him. He wants to prove he's the strongest. Stronger than the last hero, Star-Lord. The last hero? Huh. We'll see about that. I might have a few tricks up my sleeve. Please tell me your plan. First, tell me what happened with Craven. There's still some time before the hunt begins. Craven had been watching us. In the mines, in the armory. He waited until the cemetery to strike. When Star-Lord and Rocket followed the stairs down, below the grave, Craven came up behind me and surprised me with his knife. Do you know who I am? The grave. The grave that opened up and led below? It was a trap set by Craven. Not by Craven. By Quill's own father, Jason. He and his slaughter lords were the ones originally commissioned to locate and secure the Black Vortex, but they kept it for themselves instead. But they died during the uprising, leaving their buried treasure behind. Their hideout was located below the cemetery, and they had readied it for any unwelcome visitors. A trigger step on the staircase released gas that knocked out Star-Lord and Rocket. Craven waited for the gas to clear and then tied us all up with metal wire. The hideout ran under the entirety of Mount Moriah Cemetery. The skulls and ribcages and femurs of the buried bodies pressed through the ceiling. Beneath this were bunks, a living area, an arsenal, and a safe. It was the safe that Craven focused his attention on. It was the size of a closet and sleeved in metal. Inside were stacks of coins, gold nuggets, ancient scrolls, a ring the color of a nebula, a leather-bound book, a blade with a pentagram etched into it. Craven was hoping, like Star-Lord and Rocket, to find the Black Vortex. But it wasn't there. The Slaughter Lords hadn't taken any chances. Instead, he found the next best thing. Another mirror. The first had led us here. The second presumably would take us the rest of the way. The final destination of the Black Vortex. It appears I have to look a little longer. But the prize this won is not the prize worth winning. Craven wants it for himself, then. The Black Vortex is said to cosmically enhance whoever submits to it, to amplify their strengths. Making Craven the ultimate weapon. So where is it? Where's the Black Vortex? When we first met, you asked me to look out the window of your office and take in the factories and refineries and mills. You talked about how the air was choked with pollution and with poison. Radioactive poison. The Chamberlain Reactor. The molten heart of this wasteland. Oh, the last place anyone would ever look. The mirror revealed it is hidden in its nuclear core. But here's what I don't understand. Why doesn't he just take it? If he knows where it is, why bother with the theater of deer on a spear? People are referring to Star-Lord as the last hero. When Craven defeats the last hero... He will become the true victor of the Wastelands. He wants everyone to be watching. 
Does Quill even know what he's up against? He knows. Craven told him. It's not just a hunt, it's a race. So it isn't enough that everyone thinks Craven is the apex predator. He has to know it himself as well. What a ridiculous phallus of a man. Will you tell me your plan, Emma Frost? If I've learned anything from surviving all these years, it's a little manipulation goes a long way. What do you propose? Star-Lord doesn't have to fight alone. I'll enlist the Second Dawn and summon the Ghost Riders. And then there's your role in all of this, Cora. What is my role? The revolution isn't over, darling. It's being broadcast as we speak. I'm Brandon Best, and this is Deer on a Spear. On this very special occasion, our drones are reporting to us live from the front lines of Radiation Woods. The trees are giving off a green glow, and hidden among them are invisible threats that will no doubt add some excitement to the face-off to come. Whether it's a storm of poisonous bats, the dog-sized spiders, or the albino rattlesnakes that nest here, washed-up Peter Quill has plenty to contend with besides the keen edge of Craven's blade. Now, normally we offer our contenders a primitive weapon, but today is different. With Craven's blessing, or should I say his insistence, Quill will defend himself with his own set of six-shot revolvers. He's currently in chains under the careful watch of a Doombot. Let's check in with him and his flea-infested raccoon now and hear their final words before they're released into the wild. Rocket, you see that drone? I think it's talking to us. Say something back. Can they hear me? Can you hear me? Hey, am I live? Peter Quill, you washed up loser. Welcome to Deer on a Spear. Gee, thanks. Now you're minutes away from certain death. How does it feel to know that after ruining so many lives and causing so much damage in our beloved community, you're going to get your lungs ripped out of your throat? It, it, it feels like, uh, how do I say it? Uh, eat my... Whoever's out there listening, you don't have to put up with this anymore. So sorry, folks, about the glitch. There are moments when I thought about giving up. You're probably having one of those moments right now. But you don't have to accept this kind of... Apologies, our audio is is really acting up. What if you're about to make history? What if you're the next... Hey, the chains fell off. Run! Wait, are we free? Acid gear, now! We're free! Just run now, this is our big head start. Let's and go, they're go. off. Guardian! Girl! Deer on a Spear has officially begun. Uh, so sorry about the glitchiness back there. Uh, if you didn't catch what was said, Quill just admitted his guilt and uh, regret for what he's done. He wishes he could take it all back and deserves whatever's coming his way. He uh, he hopes Craven will cut off his fingers and toes and tear out his teeth and tongue and just generally make him suffer a whole heck of a lot so that death comes as a gift. Well, too little, too late, if you ask me. Let's head over to the drones at Totem Hill and check in with our fans. I don't know about you, but I always find their enthusiasm super darn infectious. Deer on a spear. Deer on a spear. 
My apologies, folks. Our audio is is really acting up today, but uh, you should know that the crowd was enormous. It's the biggest crowd we've ever seen. Truly amazing turnout. Everything, everything is bigger and bolder about today's hunt. And nobody embodies outsized danger better than the executioner himself, Craven the Hunter. Let's check in with him now as he readies for the hunt. Craven, your prey is officially on the loose. Soon you will blow your hunting horn and set off on your carnage quest. How about that, huh? <laughs> I, 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 I have to say I am really excited about the bear pelt loincloth you're wearing today, and listeners should know we will be selling the design in our shop starting tomorrow. Uh, what, what does today mean to you? Craven, knowing that Lord Doom is greatly pleased by your defense of his leadership, huh? Today is a trial of pain and endurance. Today is a day of reckoning. Location, the Black Hills, five miles outside of Doomwood, Annie Creek Falls, the Armory, Context. Emma Frost put out a telepathic call and gathered together all factions of the Resistance. The Second Dawn, with Joanna Forge, and the Ghost Riders, with Red Crotter. We've been hiding our intentions and hiding our weapons and supplies here for too many years. But the time for hiding is over. Don't leave heaven and hellfire often. In a way, I've used it as my own little cage the last few years. So I hope you appreciate what it means for me to be with you here today. You're with us, Emma, and we're with you! And we're all with Quill. Cora here has a comlink established with Rocket's Gauntlet. She's currently tracking his and Quill's progress through Radiation Woods. They are traveling at a southwestern trajectory toward the Chamberlain Reactor. You'll ride and make every effort to interrupt the hunt, to stop Craven. Quill and Rocket need to get to the reactor first. So, so let me get this straight. We're heading into a radioactive furnace surrounded by Doombots, full of mutant creepy crawlers, while our half-naked psychopath with a boy knife lies in wait. That is correct, Red Crotter. And, and if Quill collects this treasure, this black vortex thing, he'll become the unstoppable cosmic force, a god among grandpas. That is what I'd call a best-case scenario, but yes. We stop Craven today, and we end Doom tomorrow. Yeah. So, Brightside, Cosmic Quill overcomes Doom, ushers in a time of prosperity for the long-suffering wasteland. And the dark side, I stumble into a den of angry rappers before getting my nuts cut by Craven. Do not forget that even if you survive, the radiation eventually will give you cancer that brings about a slow and painful death. <sighs> yeah, well, I lived too long anyway. What do you say, everybody? Let's ride!
Rocket, what's your, what's your gauntlet telling you? Let me power it up. We got about two miles to the reactor. We don't, we don't need to run. Yeah, okay, I already know what you're thinking. It's a bad idea. Well, I can just activate my booster boots. No, you'll break your neck before Craven can slit it. I'll pick you up. I'll, I'll no carry one you. carries me. That'll be fine. It'll be fun. No, no. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Huh? Snake. Seven footer. Even bigger than the rattler at Outpost 13. What do you think? Should I shoot it? No. Don't waste your bullets. We just keep our distance. We go. Go around. Around. Another one. Oh, me. Oh, no. There's no avoiding him. Must have wandered into a den. <coughs> Rock? Rock, that's blood. You're coughing up blood. You're gone. Just let me carry it. No one carries me. Get back! Get back! Sick. Hold on already. We're flying together, Rock. <laughs> no, not the booster boots. They're... I had Joanna Forge give him a tweak. Oh. I think we're good to oh. go. I'll put on some flying tunes. We'll cruise on out of here. And I'm carrying you, you proud bastard. Do you like it or not? You gotta learn to carry yourself. What did you say? I said, let me go. Oh. No can do, buddy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. A little Because here it comes And there it is Craven's horn That long and lovely note Indicates that the hunt has begun If you're just tuning in Our drones just witnessed Washed up Peter Quill and his flea infested raccoon Narrowly avoid a den of white rattlers But one thing is for sure There is no avoiding Craven he set off at a fast sprint that I would say Location, was Location, Annie Creek Falls, the Armory. Context, Emma Frost, Joanna Forge, and I were working together to interrupt the transmission frequency of the drones. Our goal was to capture and hack the network, interrupting the propaganda feed. Emma Frost, I believe I have located the transmission frequency of the drones. Forge? Yes, my queen? She's calling in the drones. I'll be ready. I built this net cannon. When I fire, the charge splays out, makes a web, should tangle the propellers, bring the drone down. Well done. The drone is presently approaching. This is it. The beginning of the end. Be ready, Joanna Forge. Eyes on the sky, finger on the trigger. Bogey in sight. Now open it and override its system, and we'll control the voices in the air. Oh, but hold on. Craven is slowing. He is paused altogether. Has he caught a scent riding on the wind, perhaps? Or does he hear something? Oh, and now uh, we hear it too, folks. I, uh, huh? I can't. 
quite place it, uh, but let me remind you that Radiation Woods is full of unknowable threats. That's what makes it such an exciting venue. And uh, Craven has changed course. He is now racing down slope and... Okay, folks. There is a tree, a towering pine that Craven is standing beneath. Craven climbs it now, gripping the trunk and working his way nimbly into its lower branches. Craven is perched on a branch now. He draws his bone-handled bowie knife. And do you know what he's doing? He is waiting. He is waiting for his prey. Oh, and there it is again. There it is again, that sound. That is a sound I hate to say. I, I, I think I recognize, and I believe Craven does as well. Uh, that is a ghost rider. Oh, folks. Uh, folks, this hunt just got wildly more complicated. Um, Craven is being hunted. I repeat, Craven the Hunter is being hunted. And our drones have made a, a visual lock on the Ghost Rider. The facial recognition software lists him as Red Crotter, a wanted criminal last seen in Outpost 13. Oh, and from the branch, Craven jumps. Craven leaps out at the approaching rider. Ghost Riders are presently in Radiation Woods. <laughs> you seen what's happening in Doomwood. <laughs> People are done. They've had enough. It's time to burn it. It's time to fight. Your arm is broken. You are bleeding from three critical stab wounds. Your fight is over. Uh, hardly. Second dawn's about to break. Your horse, you shoe it with flint so that its hooves spark. You costume it with black armor, and you muzzle it with an amplifier so that it looks and sounds more terrifying. What's your point, huh? I believe you're doing something similar now, yes? Putting on a show to hide your vulnerability. <coughs> but I know all the nerve centers on the human body, so there is no sense in this masquerade. Tell me, is Emma Frost your commander? What is her plan? Tell me and I will end this suffering. Don't tell me, and I'll leave you to die over many days. You don't stand a chance, not, not you, and not Doom. This is just the beginning. This is... Bitterness of peasants is matched only by their fragility. I won't be broken. (sighs) 
Location, the Chamberlain Reactor. Context, Quill and Rocket moved among the ruins. There were mounds of concrete and toppled pillars. The containment structure and outlying offices were in a state of collapse. The core of the reactor throbbed. <coughs> Rock, are you seeing this? <coughs> the reactor, the belly of it split wide open. <coughs> it's so bright. I can't even look straight at it, but the black vortex, it's in there. It's in there. It's waiting for us. It's waiting. It's waiting for you. Rock? <coughs> Rock, what's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, come on. You know what's wrong. Before, when you said I was going to have to learn to carry myself, what did you mean? You know? You know damn well what I meant. No. Look, this is it. This is the last time we raised some hell together. How long have you known? What does it matter? Why didn't you tell me? What would be the point of telling you? So we could sit around here feeling sorry for ourselves? If I'd have known, I would have, I would have... What would you have done when there's nothing that can be done? Listen, things end. Oh, Flark, man, stop. But you know what you were right about. The Guardians are still alive. In you. In us, man, in us. I knew I had to get you to the end of the trail. And now here we are. So, for me, please, just go. No, I, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go without you. If you don't go, you're going to end up melting from inside out like a lava cake. So go. Just go already. No. Listen, Craven's coming. He's going to kill you. The radiation's going to kill you. Or I'm going to kill you unless you go. Just go. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, okay, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you go, give me your guts. That's it. Just hand them over. There you go. See? That wasn't so hard, was it? Believe me, I'll put a bullet between Craven's eyes for you. You won't need these where you're going. Rock. You won't need them at all. Assuming this all works out, you'll have the Black Vortex. I can't just leave you. You won't need your guns, and you won't need me either. Don't say that. Look, you'll be the hero you always wanted to be. Now just go. Go! Marvel Entertainment and Sirius XM present Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord. Starring Timothy Busfield as Star-Lord and Chris Elliott as Rocket. Directed by Kimberly Senior. Original sound design and music by Mark Henry Phillips. Written by Benjamin Percy. Featuring Dylan Baker as Doom. Nadine Maloof as Korra. Patrick Page as Craven the Hunter, with Vanessa Williams as Emma Frost, and Danny Glover as Red Crotter. Additional performances in this episode by Elizabeth Francis as Joanna Forge, Eric T. Miller as Brandon Best, with additional voices performed by Jordan Boatman, Kate Bergstrom, Richie Nash, and David Samuel. Produced by Jenny Radelet Mast, Brad Barton, Becca Seidel, M.R. Daniel, Larissa Rosen, our production manager is Libby Felch. Assistant director is Josiah Davis. Casting by Elaine Aldaffer. Casting associate Lisa Donadio. Production assistants from Tatiana Duchard and Reese Mutton. Our assistant engineer is Ryan Lissy. Editing by Michael Oldmark and Mark Henry Phillips. 
Sound design and mixed by Mark Henry Phillips. Foley artists Joanna Fang and Leslie Bloom. Foley engineers Connor Nagy and Ryan Collison. Additional engineering from Nathan Rule, James Kerwood, Robert Kessler, Jim Lively, Carl Force, Camille Hoffman, Rob Sayers, Becca Fallborn, Lauren Mullen, and Roger Heiss. Original score composed by Mark Henry Phillips. Music clearance by Christine Berggren and Allison Marshall. Action Woman, written by Warren Dudley Kendrick, performed by The Litter, courtesy of Cleopatra Records Incorporated. Production legal by Chad Russo and Ramo Law PC. Payroll services by Violet Romero of ABS Payroll. Our line producer is Alex Levine. Executive produced by Dan Buckley, Joe Casada, Sarah Amos, Stephen Wacker, Daniel Fink, Ellie Pyle, and Jill DeBuff. Special thanks to Ryan Broussard, I May Donna Kelly, Mark Montgomery, Abby Pierce, Adam Poss, Zoe Winters, Ron Richards, Mark Millar, Steve McNiven, Lydia Smith, Chris Mast, Andy Grotolution. The character of Star-Lord was created by Steve Englehart and Steve Gann. The character of Rocket was created by Bill Matlow and Keith Giffen. My name is Tim Rose. Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord is a production of Marvel Entertainment and Sirius XM in association with Wave Runner Studios. For more information, visit marvel.com slash wastelanders. This podcast was recorded under a sag after collective bargaining agreement. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. On the next episode of Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord. My name is Cora. I am a Rigelian recorder, and this will be the final edition of Deer on a Spear. Brandon Best is officially out of a job, and the person who will be taking his place is Doomwood's own Emma Frost. Hello there, darlings. <laughs>